Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Get your cleats in. Get your peanuts, cracker jacks, and IPAs ready. This is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher. The pitch from Acevedo. all things baseball the big leagues and the mlb to portland yeah that's not gonna happen shut up and rutschman will hit a fly ball here deep center field and so long adley rutschman with a moonshot to center field now here are your hosts patrick harris and joe fisher this is the hot corner on the odyssey app and 1080 the fan Welcome into the hot corner for a must be a Wednesday, but baby, you know what I'm going to say. It's always a Wednesday around here. Patrick Harris with you. Joe Fisher to my left. Let's go. Jordan Schultz on the ones and twos. Sneak that in real quick. quick Let's go. Get that in, Joe. I know what you're trying to do, and I'm here for it. I'm ready to go. Getting higgy with it. I know hum. what you're doing. I know what you're doing. Where where are we going? I promise I won't be a hot key master today. I'm trying to get it uh, pulled up uh, myself here. I don't know if it's going to let me. Oh yeah. Okay. Here we go. You know, I did. Uh, hey, I did dirt and spray last Friday, and you uh, did, and and uh, I couldn't get anything. You dirty dog to work on that. On I saw. That, uh, I saw you. Actually, I didn't see you. There. I heard you, but. I saw that you were on there, or heard that you were on there. Yeah, and uh, I like that show because I listen to it every single morning on my drive into no, work. you don't. I do, too. No, you don't. You're out of your mind. I absolutely do. I'm pretty I... sure I remember him saying he's a <clears throat> P1. I am a P1. I am show. the most P1 of any employee that is an on-air talent. Let's remember that word. You've claimed this. On-air talent. I am a bigger 1080 P1 than anybody else that sits in these chairs. I bet Brandon Sprague would try and uh, battle you on that title, but I I don't think he would win. Because you are so staunch about that stance. I've only got one thing to say to him. I am 1080 the fan. Yep, that's that's what I'm here to tell him. Good pull. Good pull right there. That's what I'm here to tell him. You're a company man. Uh, so, yes, I know your struggles with uh, that uh, computer screen over there. Yeah, and it's like it's very awkwardly, awkwardly placed. Like I have to crane my neck off here to the left. Bro. And to just see what I'm doing over here. I want to look at your beautiful face and Jordan's beautiful face and be able to fire off some fart drops. <laughs> uh, the farts have really come down. Over the last couple of years, our, our fart ratio has plummeted. Um, I have sat in on prime time. Uh, sell Suke, fart, sell, sell, sell. Yeah, Suke and I did some shows. Joe, you and I did a show, and uh, I was very surprised to see that the fart drops had diminished to about three or four. Oh, yeah, there is only it used to be about like eight or nine. There was multiple farts, more yeah. than three for sure. I would say almost uh, triple that. Well, we've got more know, mature. You know what? Do we, I mean, what do we say? I mean, are, are Isaac and Jason? I mean, it's more of an Isaac thing. I mean, is he? Uh, 
a little over the hill. I'm just I'm just asking the question. They're I'm losing just their, asking the question. Losing their touch a bit, huh? I am not saying anything. I love the man. Losing their touch of the cloth a bit, huh? I'm just worried a little bit. Uh, I mean, the, the drops know, have... Speed's slowing down. The arm strength's not quite there. The vision, I am worried about the guy. I, I did hear him coming in say that, uh, Rob, at least, that he doesn't drink like he used to. So I'm so worried maybe, about know, the guy. <laughs> well, Tell you what, I How drink... dare you better yourself by drinking less alcohol? What's wrong with you? Tell well, you what, everything because o- he's getting older. Is everything okay? Tell you what, Rob, I'll, I'll cover you on the drinking. I got you, boo. Hey, uh, speaking of drinking, I- I'm starting to come to an old man realization that... Joe, that's not great. You're five years younger than me. It's not so much the amount of uh, drinking. It's the amount of uh, spending on uh, craft beers while I know. I'm out, man. It's absolutely brutal, man. I-, I grab beers for us all the time. They're like, that'll be $18. And I'm like, somebody stab me because Odyssey is not going to re- recoup these funds <laughs> in my Just bank jump account. on Conquer and put in that receipt and, you know, hopefully get reimbursed. When me and Vold- when me <laughs> I would and- love to see Kim see that one. There when- has been a uh, reimbursement request by Patrick Harris for uh, beer, $20. When Voldemort and I we're doing the Beers on Us podcast, which is a great podcast that you can still go back and listen to. Although... Some of it may not be relevant anymore. But... <laughs> yeah, but some of it was really cool. Uh, I tried to ask for reimbursement for the beers I bought for that show. <laughs> I was like, look, 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 market research. You know, it's like uh, I paid for idea. the MLB package and hey. I can write that off on my taxes. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah, I, I had to take the shot and nobody responded to the email. You got a, and I, you got was, a uh, strongly worded email from accounting. I was Hell very, no. I was very sad that nobody responded to the email. I wanted somebody <laughs> to, to at least look at me and say, dude, you're an idiot. That's even worse. Yeah, that's worse. That's like, this guy's so dumb, we're not going to acknowledge him. <laughs> At least throw me a bone. At least say, nah, nah, it's not going to happen. Uh, I brought this up to uh, Jason Sukanik, who uh, you can hear before us, not even on Wednesdays, every that guy's Monday good at his through job. Friday. He's that guy's right. good at his job. I like him. Um, I was just telling him on Sunday, because we did a little uh, Super Bowl roundtable. We had Sprague on, we had Dusty on. Oh, we you had did the Suk thing. On. Yes, we did. We did the thing. And I told him I was watching Premier League soccer, so I wasn't oh. tuning in. I'm sorry, Joe. It's a Sunday morning. I really wanted to, though, for Super Bowl edition. I really wanted to. Well, you can still listen to it. I, I guess. But... <laughs> still not happening yet, <laughs> right? What Champions League? Champions League was today and yesterday. Round oh, of sixteen. Started... Damn it! I thought I was Soccer Joe there for a second. Uh, but I was telling <clears throat> uh, Jason Sukanik that. Getting beers at any sort of uh, bar, restaurant, whatever, even just getting a beer, boy, writing down uh, $9 for my total for one craft beer. Yeah, the, the days it's of the- really fu- chapping my ass The right $5 now. pint is dead. Well, and then the $6 point came around. I was like, all right, I understand. Shrink it's pleasure. seven at least. We can do this everywhere. And now it's seven everywhere. I, I was at a uh, restaurant in good old St. <clears throat> Paul. Um, on Saturday, after my Grizzlies took our first loss of the season, we are now four and one. The fifth, sixth grade Newburgh Grizzlies, tough loss. They raised those kids in St. Paul different. But I got myself a Barley Browns Pallet Jack, which is rare. Classic. I know when you see that on the menu, it's almost like a got it, bang, lock it in. But then I saw that Coors Light on the menu for five dollars. And, and you I were was, like, I'm in. I went with the Pallet Jack still because it's just that's a. That's rare. That's a unicorn out in the wild right there when you find that. But again, it's just every craft beer out there on any menu is at least seven, eight bucks. Well, now. yeah. And, and, now, just... and now we're in February and Pliny the Younger is around everywhere and everybody's got to have a taste of that triple IPA. And yeah, so... yeah, dude, it's $8 for an eight ounce pour. So if I, you're lucky. I guess I am a free agent when it comes to uh, what domestic beer I have to uh, start drinking. Oh, I'm... baby, it's Rainier. See, that's what I know. You're a Rainier guy. Yes, Suke's Rainier. a Rainier guy. Suki is also a uh, yellow, high life mm-hmm. is also an acceptable. Suki's a yellow jacket guy, uh, my, I, and my vote is for the yellow jacket as well. Yellow Absolutely. jacket's not bad. I will put down yellow jacket. That was my Super Bowl it. Sunday beer. It was God. I drank too many, and it was awesome. And I had Rainier. There we go. My dad is a uh, is a Bud Light guy before and after the uh, controversies. Uh, that they've had in their advertising. Uh, breaking news on the fan: Joe Fisher the second is woke. 
<laughs> he is so out of touch that I'm sure he would get. I hope he's not listening. I think he'd be mad if I. He would get insert insults hurled at him. Oh, Bud Light, huh? And he'd be like, Yeah, yeah. I love like, Bud Light. What like, do you want from yeah, me? This is awesome. That man, I've seen him go from. I believe it was first. It was Milwaukee's best. Ooh, the beast. Ooh, yeah. the beast. That was when I was Why really. Why do we on. do this all the time? We're always talking about light beer on this program. Milwaukee's was, best ice. Next yeah. week, I'm coming in with Rainier. He went Milwaukee's best, mm. and I'm. I think I'm getting the the chronological order wrong. It might have been Milwaukee's best. Then it was Natty Ice. Dang, dude, that's like. And then he had some respect for himself, and he was like, "That's All right, like I'll get seventeen-year-old Patrick was on the beast, and then he went to the ice because it was like, well, life's better on the ice." What? Yeah, that hangover. My God, one of the first Spanish words I ever learned was cerveza because my dad would tell me, "Hey, go to the garage and grab you a cerveza, will you?" And it was always in Milwaukee's best or 90s ice. Yo necesito un cerveza rápido. And then I started uh, telling him about OLCC and how I shouldn't be able to get his beers for him. And that I'll be making a call soon. <laughs> and then he started getting his own. So. What? Is your house an establishment where people are coming in? Oh, bud. I, with the amount of bar signs and the pool table and dartboard. I was talking about this with a lady friend tonight. We called it the Thunderdome growing up, me and my buddies, because you could... You could probably run a small uh, small purveyor of drinks out of this place. Like, he's got it dialed in. I, I always like- tell him, you could sell all these signs and you could make a fortune. He's got some classic uh, bar signs, neon signs. Like I used to drive by a guy who had a St. Pauliner. Uh, every, when I lived in Camas, like, every time I drove by, he had a St. Pauliner uh, neon sign. And then one day he had a giant flag that said, let's go Brandon. And I was like, ooh, I'm out of here. Jeez. Is, I mean, the bar part, not the Brandon thing, it was making me think of like Peter Griffin opening a bar in his basement. This is awesome. Let's get it going. It very much, uh, it very much looks like that. He built a bar, like a little bar with like three stools in the garage. And uh, fun fact, he actually had three movie theater seats from the Lake Twin Theater. Oh, I love it. In the garage You know well. I love the Lake Twin. Those came from the Twalton house to the Sherwood house. For the those... second time tonight, shout out Joe Fisher II. Yeah, he, he still has those. The garage is not as cool anymore, though. There's just a lot of crap all over it. And uh, trust me, he gives uh, he gets an earful from my stepmom probably five <laughs> to seven times a week. <laughs> About that garage needing to be cleaned out. Yeah. And I tell him, I'll help you. Let's just make this like a four-month project. Let's take care of this corner. Let's take care of that. And then yep. we don't we leave it alone. We don't put anything else in it. And we're going to get this thing back to its glory. And uh, I think I had that conversation with him like two years ago. Well, when you get there in seven years, let me know. Because I'd love to come have a... Have a boot light with your old man. Uh, dude, I would love to have like a, a grand reopening of yes. the Thunderdome. Yes, yes. <laughs> My buddies would love that. I am here for it. It wasn't St. Paul, or what is it? Uh, uh, St. Pauli's Girl? What is uh St. Pauli's Girl is St. No, Pauliner is a brand. I thought St. Yeah. Pauli's Girl. Saint that sounds Pauli cool. is Saint a different Pauli brand. Girl. Yes, okay. <laughs> and then there's the girl. So it's St. Pauli is the brewery. But there's St. Pauli, the girl. Germany's fun-loving beer. The reason I know I mean, about... She's a hot. Oh, she is. She is... She's uh, a hot. She's well-endowed. Um, the reason she, I know about... She, Saint- might, she might be the best hot that's never changed in 100 years. I know about St. Pauli because of my dad having a St. Pauli sign in well, yeah. the garage. Well, yeah. And I would just stare at it and stare at it. Yeah, Michael Scott. And stare at it. And if people left the garage, it was like you're looking around and you're kind of like... Yeah, I'll join you guys. Back inside in a minute. Yeah, hey, give me about uh, two minutes, guys. Give me two minutes. <laughs> the glow of electric sex in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> Oakley Dokley. Well, we got a show for you tonight. Uh, we uh, we are a baseball show, and we're slowly transitioning back into baseball as things are going. But I have no idea what we're going to do today when it comes to baseball. We'll have fair foul at the bottom of the 8 o'clock hour. <laughs> I just love that. Hey, we're a baseball show, but... Not quite sure what the hell we're going to talk about. Uh, I do know one thing we're going to talk about. We will check in on the Oakland A's and uh, Mommy, I Need a Home, and Mommy says, too bad. Uh, So that could be fun. We could could probably spend an hour making fun of the A's and where they're going to play baseball. Uh, But uh, before we get to anything, I'd love to dive into uh, our reactions now that we are about three days removed, four days removed from El Super Bulula. Uh, 503-864-6326. That's the Vancouver Ford text line. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit VancouverFord.com. 
Facebook.com. That'll let you interact with us throughout the entire show. And that's where we'll start. We'll just, uh, this is kind of our last week messing around with non-baseball stuff. So I figured uh, the Super Bowl was a few days ago. You've let everybody say their piece. Guys, is there anything that's still hanging on to you? And for you texters out there, you can hit us with that as well. That's Joe Fisher. I'm Patrick Harris. Jordan Schultz, behind the glass, 1080 The Fame. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Seven twenty here, Portland Sports Leader. Don't you forget it. We are live from the shadows of the historic Fremont Bridge. Uh, again, coming up, uh, fair foul at the bottom of the eight o'clock hour. We will get into some baseball. It's kind of our last, our last show to kind of mess around. And Joe, uh, I'll, I'll start with this before we really dive in uh, to our feelings on the game. Uh, how was? Your Sunday event. You did football Sunday here. Yes. And then you left. What uh what what did you settle on as your uh Super Bowl fiesta? Oh, I just um I have one friend, Ben, who I think I only watched one Sunday of football with. And uh so I just went to his house and hung out with him and like two other people and his brother. Like it was very, very, very low key. And exactly what I wanted was just to watch football. And that's all we do is we just Just take in the game. The commercials are the worst part because we all just want to get back to the game. The commercials kind of suck now. Um, And you can watch them before the game. Dude, the NFL must be tough for you because even in a regular season NFL game, there are so many commercials. Yeah, it's turned me off from the game. But uh, Usher was great. Um, Usher was excellent. But yeah, I probably spent way too much money on uh, meats and cheeses that I brought over just to like, you know, I asked. You were making fun of me when I walked into this studio about charcuterie boards. I was not and making you fun made of a charcuterie board. I was board. not making fun of you. I just said that you bring your own personal Check charcuterie board. Check the tape. I don't think it's on tape. I don't think it was either. Uh, but yeah, I uh, God, there is this uh, market in Newburgh. Really fancy Italian restaurant. Dude, I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly the place. Do you? Yeah. Is it over by the Fred Meyer? Yes. They right make in the sandwiches, world. right? Yes. Yeah. Well, this might be a different place. 
because there used to be a sandwich place over there, a sandwich express or whatever. No, 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 no. This has like a little market in the front. And it's an Italian name. Yep. And then you like walk in there. It's like right off the main drag. Yes, yes. I'm trying to find the exact uh, name of it because it's super Italian. Well, because I am so bougie and spend so much time in Newburgh for the vino that I know what I'm talking about. You spend time in Newburgh and then you just don't call me? Uh, I haven't been to Newburgh since you've lived there. Oh, so that's like a year. <laughs> it's like almost a year and a half. Got to go wine tasting again there, brother. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's so many good uh Vines and wineries you haven't hit yet. I was about to say wineries or vinos, but I'm like, ah, that vineyards. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Gust, uh, excuse me, Gusto, Gusto Ooh. Gastronomia Italiana is what it's called. Ooh, my friend, I am wrong. This is in Dundee. Oh, Red eh, Hills Market. Difference. Red Hills. You're thinking of Red Hills. I'm thinking Market. of Red Hills. They have great sandwiches as Red well. Red Hills is a great spot. Uh, fantastic Italian sandwich, fried chicken sandwich. They're great. Now this place is you like get rogue blue cheese there. Oh, but now I, you're talking. One of the best cheeses of all time. I got Rogue Blue yeah, Cheese this weekend. Stuff. Yeah, that's on Sunday. Stuff. And I, when I went to my buddy's house, I kept pressuring them. I'm like, please help me eat this. I spent way too much money on this. <laughs> I, I need did. validation <laughs> yeah. by people eating this. Please. But this place in Newburgh, they are uh, the owners of the place have one of the nicest Italian restaurants in really the whole state. Like, you cannot just walk into this place in Newburgh. And then they decided, uh, I forget, it's Rosemarina, Italian, something rather. But uh, they opened their own little, like, deli and little market. Right. And it is dialed in. Like, as I'm getting my uh, shaved, uh, sliced uh, meats, there's a dude back there like, oh, dude, try this cheese. Try this Swiss. Here, let me get you a little hunk of this. Yeah, bro, this. you clearly know uh, the Bleezies. Like, uh, you should try this, man, dude, because I'm, like, flying right now. They brought out these, like, focaccia pizzas. That peep, that peep, if anybody just wanted to walk in and buy one oh, for 40 bucks, I was like, I like focaccia. God. It's kind of like a Detroit style there with that. I'm telling Ooh. you, if you're ever in Newburgh, you guys are making me hungry. Go to Gusto Gastronomia Italiana for your sliced meats and cheeses. And they have nice little sandwiches too. Uh, for the first time in my entire life, I did not uh, begin my Super Bowl with a party. The wife and I stayed home. We had the invite to the big party. Shout out to my friends that I didn't see. Uh, Clearly and, not good enough friends. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Jordan invited me to his place. Shout out to Jordan for the party good. I didn't go to. Uh, but uh, I watched the first, second quarter and usher from the laurels of my couch in a very quiet situation. And let me tell you, it was absolutely phenomenal. In the second quarter... I fell asleep for like 20 minutes. My girlfriend woke up halfway through uh, Usher's performance. She wasn't with me, but... Whoa. Yeah, she was... That's not okay. Yeah, that part... That's not cool. I'll give you the pass on the actual football, but But Usher's performance... But I woke up and it was 3-0 San Francisco, and I was like, dang, I didn't even see that field goal. And I turned to my wife. There was a commercial on it, and I said, hey, babe, this is... uh, It was uh, the, uh, the Quiet Place... Day one trailer. Oh, yeah. Because we just watched those. She had seen them, and I just watched them for the first time. So I said, oh, babe, this is the uh, this is the preview that, that you wanted to see. And she goes, give me five more minutes. <laughs> and, I'll look it up on YouTube later. Yeah, and it was amazing. And then Usher played, and we had the, the volume up, and it was just the two of us, and we were watching it. And then it ended, and then I went to, then I went to the, the spot. Then I went to Bridgetown Beer House. Uh, ran into all my friends down there. It was a nice potluck. Uh, but let me tell you what, guys. I don't know if you've done it before, but just watching the Super Bowl at your house without people over is pretty rad. It's pretty cool. I might do the whole game next year by myself. See, that feels <clears> like... Or like with the fam. I might try it out eventually. That just... And I was pretty close to doing it this time around, but I, I hadn't seen this friend of mine since literally week one. Sure, sure, sure. That's and I was like, totally right, I know I can keep this very limited to just a couple people and watching football and BSing and not having to mingle and talk to people. So what do you do for work? Like do that BS? Oh, like didn't want to deal with any of that. That is annoying. So you got kids? Yeah. I mean, I don't. But tell me, what's that about? Yeah. Let me act like I care for three minutes. Big gulps, huh? <laughs> yeah, 
So uh, I, I knew um, I needed to watch with someone on the same level as me mm-hmm. as far as football intellect goes and uh, who could BS and I could uh, say some uh, inappropriate jokes that I probably couldn't say on air. Uh, when I left at halftime and went to the beer bar, you know what my wife did? She Fell asleep? Went, she went, <laughs> I was no. going to say, go back to sleep. She went grocery shopping. That's probably a smart move. Because we were trying to go Saturday, but we ended up being POSs on Saturday, so we couldn't make it happen. And on Sunday, we woke up at 8. I had some Premier League on the TV. I think it was Villa United, which actually was a nice game. And I looked at her and I said, hey, babe, you want to just like quickly get dressed and we can go grocery shopping and knock it out? And she goes, no, I'd like to stay in bed. I was like, well, okay, you never tell a pretty lady to say no when you want to stay in bed. <clears throat> and then at halftime, after Usher, she was like, I'm going to go to the grocery store. And I bet it was phenomenal. Just empty as hell. I bet it was great. Uh, I, from previous like Fred experience. Fred Meyer, Trader Joe's, grocery outlet. She did the whole shebang. From uh, my personal experience of working at a grocery store back in my uh, high school days and uh, early college, I, I think the weekend of Super Bowl was the worst at, at, when it came to being busy and just pure chaos. Like, I, worse than Thanksgiving. Worse, yeah. I mean, at least with Christmas, there's a buildup. You can kind of do your sure. shopping over the weeks. That is a that weekend itself was hell. Well, especially especially gonna, Saturday. Like, it was just gonna, like if you're gonna grill, doing? you know, if you like, you want to do wings or you want to do ribs, you can't buy the ribs three weeks before. Yeah. I mean, you could freeze them, but that—that's mm. a nightmare. You need um, you need to properly thaw your meat, as you hear dirt say on this stage. Or premise. don't even thaw it; just get it fresh and ready to rumble. That's true. See, I did the meat three. It was a pork shoulder. I did that a couple of mm. weeks before, but then all of the other fixins I got mm. probably Friday, Saturday. I had to go get a Velveeta run done like late Saturday night at Target because I wanted to do some chorizo queso. Realized I have no Velveeta. Ooh, chorizo I, uh, queso. I, it I, was bomb. Next time I throw a party, I, I will have the same queso dip out. Just so make a batch when, when you get back home from your vacation. Oh, go all Kevin Malone. <laughs> I bought, bring, bring in a batch for us, just I, us. I bought some store-made salsa and chopped up two jalapenos oh, that's and put good. it in that. And then I ate some chips and salsa, and then I fell asleep. It was just glorious, dude. That does sound fantastic. No dishes. There was a knife and a cutting board. That was it. Well, congrats. Sound like a nice little Super Bowl Sunday. I know. I'm winning. For having 10 people over, I think my wife and I cleaned up pretty quick. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. I'd say what half an hour, like the food or just cleaning up, like yeah. everything. Uh, I mean, we, the dishes were done ha- I mean, half an hour after people left. I mean, cleaning I mean, up my wife takes a little more than ten minutes if you catch my drift. Mm, I was too many yellow jackets yeah, that, in to do that. Yeah, that was that was a bad move. <laughs> that was a bad move. Hey, you get some whiskey for <clears> me. Hey, I, I'm hey. basically a porn star. <laughs> Tequila only. What up? I do have a mustache. You can find that on YouTube slash 1080 AM The Fan or Twitch. All right, when we come back, uh, let, let's do get into the game a little bit. Was there anything you kind of noticed while you're watching the game? As we've talked about, we've talked about defensive issues. We've talked about overtime. We've talked about all the stuff that went into how the Chiefs and Mahomes inevitably won that Super Bowl. As we are a few days released, guys, I want to know what are some things that are kind of still lingering with you? And 503-864-6326 on the fan text line as well. Chime in on that. What are things that you still can't get over as we sit here Wednesday, three, four days removed from the Super Bowl? We'll do that next. But first, my man Jordan with sports. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Well, I promise you we got some baseball to get into. I'd like to dive into the A's and what that situation. We talked a little bit last week. But we've got recent developments. We'll get into that in the 8 o'clock hour. Plus, we'll have fair foul at the bottom at 8.30 as we always do. Uh, But this being kind of our last uh, show here of kind of messing around before we really dive into uh, our all- heart and soul that is major league baseball. Uh, I wanted to, uh, we're, we're kind of fallout. So it's interesting. So I am a P one. I listen to sports radio all the time, dude, we get it. All right. <laughs> and, uh, I was kind of burned out this morning a little bit in people still talking about the NFL, the, the Super Bowl. Like, uh, can you believe that they went for it on fourth down? Can you believe that there was a field goal blocked? Can you extra believe point. the overtime rules? Extra, extra point was blocked. Extra point, sorry. Uh, can you believe the overtime, et cetera, et cetera? And, and those are all valid points. I'm not, I'm not trashing my, my colleagues. Hey, Monday morning quarterbacks were uh, perfect passer rating, 158.3 yeah, out there, yeah. <laughs> But here we sit at Wednesday couple days removed, we start looking at the drafts coming up. We start looking at uh, the next season and the early predictions, et cetera, et cetera. Joe, is there anything that's uh, remaining from the Super Bowl that you are still kind of uh, not necessarily chapped about, but something that you're still kind of like, I haven't heard a good reason or felt a good reason as to why X happened? Well, I'm just looking at the game, you watch it in real time, and then you start to look at, you know, replay it in your head and watch some of the highlights. And what really it comes down to is I, I feel like the 49ers lost this a little bit more than the Chiefs winning it. Ooh, really? Yeah, I feel <clears throat> like they um, they played a little scared in the second half. I felt that the biggest factor going into this game was Christian McCaffrey and being able to just run him and run him, and they gave him 22 carries, but he probably should have finished with 30, at least 30-plus. What killed me is, uh, and I looked the numbers up on this, is that towards, uh, was it uh, overtime? They're on the Kansas City 9, and it's a third and four, right? I heard Suit going off about this, and many people going off about it, and I agree, is that, like, you you don't believe that you can give Christian McCaffrey the ball on two straight run plays and get four yards out of his 22 carries in the game. 15 of them went for at least four yards or more. So to say that you don't believe in this team to get that first down with running the ball. And then when you do pass the ball, you're letting dudes come into the backfield unblocked and you're letting uh McDuffie tip a pass. You're letting Chris Jones, your best defensive player, come in untouched and you're trying to run like a play action pull in the center like again you're getting a little too cute here and just play football and i know it's easier said than done and you're trying to again outthink the room i guess is what it is but i feel like that's always been shanahan's problem is that in these moments when things are elevated and they're not blowing teams out and they're clearly not the better team and it's more evenly matched, is that he kind of gets in his own way and shoots himself in the foot. And again, just give McCaffrey the damn ball. Like, they were able to get four yards, eight yards, 11 yards, four yards. I know he fumbled in the first quarter, but the trend stays. But that's negated when Kansas City fumbles. You know, you're kind of like, okay, we're even now. And also for a guy that fumbled twice all year, you really think he's going to fumble a second time in the Super Bowl? Like, no, I think he's going to be covering that rock, especially in the most important part of the game in overtime like it's it's playing it's playing weak in my mind like go win the game go put a touchdown and i understand kansas city has a chance to match it but i'd rather them have to match my touchdown than have to match a field goal and say what you want about the whole coin flip what you should do in overtime with the overtime rules and it's a very weird thing saying we want the ball third i think i heard on uh danny and dusty that 
that's basically even from the analytics department. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not, I don't know which way I sway. Like, personally, I think it is with these overtime rules, you want the ball second so you know exactly what you have to do. do but I, I would ha- argue that I want the ball first because if I score a touchdown and you score a touchdown, then I get the first opportunity to win. And that's what Kyle Shanahan was saying is I want the ball third because then at yeah. that point it's yeah. sudden death. If I, it doesn't matter who scores next at that point, whether it's then us scoring a touchdown on a pass or, or throwing a, field a, goal. a pick six, you know, whatever happens, the next team who scores, it's sudden death. So I guess I get that mentality, but when you get to that point at the nine-yard line, I mean, go for it. You have two plays to try and get four yards, and even if you don't get it, you're pinning Kansas City at the nine-yard line, the eight-yard line, like – this is the it's the it's the Catalina wine mixer. Yeah, like, yeah. Go for it. I, th- like, I think come you're on. I think you're spot on with McCaffrey. That it, it's almost like wait, did we not learn anything from the Baltimore game? Like we all screamed for two weeks how Baltimore no showed best run run team in the league, and they didn't run the ball. And you did it in the first half, and then you were kind of like. You know what? Maybe Baltimore was on to something. Maybe we shouldn't run the ball. It's like, no, they were not on to anything. They, in fact, were lucky they even suited up that game. So I back you on that. An interesting thing for me, too, uh, like kind of deviating from that a little bit, was watching watching the halftime show. They had J.J. Watt up there. Boy, what? did you see his hair? <laughs> that guy looks great. Dude, his hairstyle, he was uh He's wait, fresh out of fresh out of Wisconsin, dude. Dude, spiky gelled hair oh, from straight 2003. Oh yeah, like, man. my oh, yeah. god. But but he said something that I thought was interesting, you know. You I, I want to listen to JJ Watt when he's talking about the D-line. I mean, he's one of the best to ever do it. He's a bona fide Hall of Famer, you know, multiple-time defensive player of the year, sack king, like an awesome player to watch when he was when he was playing. He said something that I found very interesting. He said, I love San Francisco in this game right now at halftime. And it said he it's because he was talking about you're only rushing four. You're not rushing, you're not blitzing, you're not all out, you're not anything like that. You're rushing only four guys and they're eating. And that is why I think San Francisco is going to continue to dominate this game. And I think that that's the one thing that sits with me. It's what did Reed do? What did Andy Reed do? Or what did Wilkes go away from that made that front four so great in the first half and completely kind of fall apart in the second half? You know what I mean? They were getting home. They were getting after Patrick. They were doing everything they needed while letting other guys blanket coverage. How did that fall apart so fast? Because when Watts said that at halftime, that's what still sticks with me. I was like, dude, you're spot on. This San Francisco, Chase Young was getting after the quarterback, and he has struggled, and he was able to do it. And then in the second half, it was just like either Reed moved or Wilkes moved, or whatever it was, you know, unemployed Wilkes now, but whoever moved, something happened, and that whole game plan was gone. Yeah, they sacked Pat Mahomes, what, three times in the first half? Yeah. Alone. I don't think that happened at all all season. So. And it was the whole crew. It was Bosa, yeah, it was Armstead, it was Chase Young, and I know, uh, what's his name, Greenleaf? Like, when he goes down, that sucks. A Greenlaw, yeah. Greenlaw. Greenlaw. When, that, when he goes down, that sucks big time. But what you were doing was working. Yeah, that first half was an absolute S show for Kansas City's offensive line. San Francisco got him at every turn. And it seemed like Kansas City was trying to run on giving the ball a little bit more to Pacheco if they could. Maybe check down to the run as opposed to just let Pat Mahomes go off. And and so in the second half, I think Andy Reid just said, you know what, Pat, do what you do. We're going to let you go, throw the ball, go run, do whatever the hell you want to do as opposed to coming in with maybe a... I think Harbaugh like, could learn that with Lamar Jackson? Mm, uh, that That's, yeah, just kind of go in the second half, make an adjustment. It seemed like Andy Reid was ready to make that adjustment. And as far as San Francisco goes, I got a huge problem. I know you guys are kind of like whatever on the overtime thing. I got a huge problem with their lack of preparation for that. Because you hear Kansas City as smart and as hungry as they were, ready to go for that situation. Well, I think that's part San of Francisco it. wasn't. I, I think that's part of it is that Kansas City was so ready 
that there was nothing San Francisco could tell you that would let you believe they were as ready as they were. But again, I'm slamming meats and cheeses, and I even knew the overtime rule. That's true. I I am a casual NFL fan, and I know the rule. I was reading there. I'm sitting there thinking like, hey, in a regular season game, this uh, this time runs out. we're in double overtime, right? Like I'm starting to think yeah. double overtime. It's like a second quarter. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not you. You do. It's essentially a whole game, and that's what I don't even think NFL fans going into that understood. It's like that three seconds left that Kansas City r- has to run a play. It's not the end of the game. They're not going to start over. They're going to be there at the start of a, a second ten minute overtime. So also, why is it San Francisco calling a timeout there and, and trying to get set? I feel like at the end of the game, just letting Kansas City run in on you, your D wasn't ready. I mean, maybe that's why they fired Steve Wilkes. God only knows. Yeah, I I'm just uh I'm disappointed that they didn't make McCaffrey as much of a factor as he should have been uh in the run game and yeah. I, I feel like that put them in some very precarious uh positions especially in the second half that led him to long second down plays, mm-hmm. long third down plays. Um and then some penalties kind of bit them uh in that second half as well. But I, you look at also third down conversion. It's like three for 14, I believe they finished on third downs. Like that is not finishing drives clearly, clearly. And that to me falls a little bit on play call a little bit on your quarterback. And I think sticking to your horses, I mean, you couldn't get George Kittle the ball. Couldn't Debo Mm. was kind of banged up throughout the game. Right. Uh, Brandon, Ayuk, they had trouble getting him the ball. So it's like, all right, let's just feed, feed the guy. Feed Chris McCaffrey. He is, He was second, third in MVP voting this year as a white running back. I mean, he was my guy the entire year until the end when it was clearly Lamar. So, yeah, I think it's just missed opportunity by the 49ers immensely. And the Chiefs, because they are a championship team, they took advantage of the opportunity. Yeah, and let's carry this over. I want to look at what, what the future, you know. We see Wilkes got fired today. Um, I want to see, you know, what, what's the next step for these teams because let's not forget the Niners are loaded. and They've, they've got talent everywhere. And the Chiefs are going to be just the Chiefs is how we're going to do this. I got some nice comments on the YouTube stream that I'd like to read, plus the uh, Vancouver Ford text line, 503-864-6326. When we come back, what does the future look like for both of these teams? And then we'll spend the 8 o'clock hour talking about some baseball. It's the Hot Corner, Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. Love baseball? So do these guys. This is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher on 1080 The Fan. And I promise you, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, we'll dive into some baseballs. This is kind of our last mess around. You know, the mess around. Right before we get into uh, the nitty-gritty as pitchers and catchers are reporting. Then we go balls to the wall. Balls to the walls. We'll have some previews. We'll look at divisions. We'll kind of break it down like we always do. And Is that a baseball saying or a sexual saying? A what? Balls to the wall. Uh, I don't think it's both? either. Yeah, I think it checks both the boxes. I mean, it checks both the boxes. But Double I don't entendre, know, babe. I don't know where it came from. Are you looking it up? Because oh, I was yeah. about to do that. Don't, 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 don't. <laughs> Not on the work computer, guys. Maybe on your phones. I'm just kidding. Um, It looks like it's uh, first attested in the 1960s in the context of aviation, aviation in, in reference, reference to, to ball-shaped, ball-shaped grips, grips on, on an, an aircraft's engine's control. Okay, I guess you got it. That- <laughs> But where does the Joe, I just wanted to follow with you there. It's your... Dude, you got it. I just wanted to read the same <laughs> thing you were reading. Read along, class. Well, that makes sense. Balls to the wall. Pushing these balls to the walls to put the engine at maximum power. Like pedal to the metal. But just Ooh. aviation terms. Drop it like it's hot. Uh, that's Snoop Dogg. I don't know if that's an aviation. Hot. <laughs> hot. Uh, so, so, so I was asking, uh, it, when, when you move on, I think, I think moving on from the Super Bowl, obviously there's a lot of fallout. The loser always gets big questions, no more so than the Atlanta Falcons blowing a 28-3 lead. Oh God, that offensive coordinator is the head coach of the Niners. Yeah, I like how people first were like, Kyle Shanahan has blown three leads and then. You just can't do it. And then we're like, well, he wasn't exactly the. Head coach of the fact. Let's not forget uh, the defense, uh, the quarterback. In blah, the three blah, 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 blah. Super Bowls, he's been play caller. 
he's blown the lead. It's like, okay, now now we're moving the goalposts a bit there. Got yeah, you. I think it's pretty easy. Because his offense, you know, gave up the lead against the Patriots. I think it's pretty easy when you look at the Chiefs. You're kind of like, okay, we need Chris Jones back. Um, we could use some more weapons on the offensive side. But for the most part, we love our coaching staff. We're in a good place to kind of run this back. Spags defense looking uh, looking pretty looking damn great. Good. And 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 Spags, I wonder if Spags will be a coordinator that goes in the Hall of Fame. I mean, like the dude, two Super Bowls against Brady, and now he's doing it with the Chiefs. I mean, the guy's clearly good. The guy's clearly really good. So I think the Chiefs are pretty self-explanatory on what they do going forward. The Niners are are what's fascinating. I mean, Wilkes gets canned, and I love I love this comment. Um, from uh, former Seattle Mariner and Baltimore Oriole legend Adam Jones that uh, just talking, Wilkes got turfed because the 49ers needed someone to sell out. And that's the truth. I don't know if it's Wilkes' problem necessarily that the defense couldn't stop Mahomes. Maybe you got Mahomes. You know, maybe it's that simple. But they did need a scapegoat. It is interesting to look at that defense, though, with all of that talent. And if that talent can't stop Mahomes can any talent stop him like if you're the Niners where do you go from here I don't know where you go I think we're all in agreement that Purdy is solid Purdy's a great quarterback to have he's great in that system and he works that offense has guys everywhere you're gonna have to play pay Ayuk so that's something you got to deal First with. First team in NFL history that had a running back, two receivers, and a tight end with over 1,000 scrimmage yards in that's, a season. That's insane. How do you improve from that? What is it, if you're San Francisco, that you have to do? Because I'm hearing people say, oh, well, next year I like, you know, I heard Swag this morning on Dirt and Sprague talking about the Packers are his NFC team next year. Oh, Where do the Cowboys lie in this? Well, do the Eagles bounce back? Don't get me started on You know, Cowboys. where do the Lions go? Like, the NFC has guys, but I still think the Niners are still poised to be the top of that class, yet we're all ready to bury them like it's over. Well, let's not get it twisted. I mean, they, they literally lost to the Chiefs in, in overtime, overtime, you know, by three points. So... They're right there. It's a matter of if the coaching staff can make the right choices when the games matter. And they did kind of prove that in the playoffs. But when you're going against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and that team, you have to be buttoned up. Like, Dan Campbell might have saved you a little bit in that NFC championship mm -hmm. game, right? The Packers and experience, that might have saved you a little bit in that game, right? Mm -hmm. But you're going up against a championship-caliber team, coach, roster, like the Chiefs. You do not have the chance to make errors and play a B-plus game. You have to be on your P's and Q's, dot your I's, cross your T's. Every letter in the alphabet needs to be perfect. And whether they get this chance or not, this is why Rashad and I were saying for weeks, like, if they don't win this Super Bowl, like, what the hell do you do? Like, when do the... And that's what I'm asking, yeah. I, listen, I try... Like, I do not like the 49ers, all right? I'm not a huge fan of uh, their fan base, and I'm not a huge fan of how they haven't been able to close out the season with the Super Bowl with Bro, the success they they're your they've... rival. They're your rival. Well, not really, because it's, that rivalry is pretty one-sided <laughs> right now. Um, Touche. And just the fact that they haven't been able to close it out. Like, you've gotten that close so many times over the last 11, 12 years with different coaches, obviously, but, like... To do all this talking and to have that roster and to be able to get there so many times and not finish it off, at a certain point, it's like... Can't be the talent. It's like, how much better are you than the rest of it? You're like, oh, yeah, participation trophy, hang the banner for the NFC Conference champion. Like, get it done eventually. What's and the it, again, like, if Shanahan's at the helm and they go back next year and they don't win it, like how many times are that's you? That's what I'm gonna ask. That's what's, insanity, right? What What's the leash on Shanahan? Two years. Again, I I mean I don't know what the Bills did. I mean, if he gets fired, he gets snatched up instantly. I wasn't alive for uh, the first part of the Bills uh, run in the late '80s, early '90s. The uh, what had what have you? But like at a certain point, you got to look at the coaching staff. Like, okay, you guys clearly can't, can't get this do done. This. Like yeah. we need to change things up. This roster needs, I mean, you see it happen in the NBA, which again, I know completely different sport. Right. I but I know what you mean. Of course, but 
There are teams that can't get there. They get close. They're right there. They have good talent, and they get knocked down the second round, the conference finals, the NBA. Like, at some point, the rubber has to meet the road with the staff, and the message will fall stale at some point. I mean, that's what I think is wrong with the Cowboys right now. Like, how many 12 and 5 seasons with playoff exits can you have before? Cool, McCarthy, you got there and then you blow it. Yeah. Like, if I'm in that locker room, I am tuning out McCarthy the rest of this, like, the entire season next year and just, like, having these side conversations to my players, to my co, like, uh, the guys on my team, like, let's go get this done for us. Like, screw this coaching staff. Like, what what he's saying now falls on deaf ears because he can't even call an offensive game correctly when it matters most. So, obviously, this team is stacked. They have a great roster. They were right there. They almost had it. They had missed opportunities. And I hate to do the whole, well, we'll see, but we we really do have to wait and see see for next year with the 49ers and see what happens. Is there injuries? Is there just a fall off in performance altogether? Who do they hire at defensive coordinator? The defense really wasn't that bad. I agree with Adam Jones on the YouTube uh, line. I think Wilkes was a bit of a, sta- a scapegoat. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. Season on the defense didn't end the way that you wanted it, but it was pretty damn stout throughout the entire year. All right. Well, that'll wrap it up. The uh, 2024 NFL seasons will start in about five minutes, but we are not going to do that. Let's. Uh, you guys want to make fun of the Oakland A's some more? Let's do it. I mean, Yeah, let's do it. That that is uh, that's easy money right there. Yeah, we got a loaded second hour coming up. Don't go anywhere. We'll dive into that plus fair foul. This is the hot corner, Portland sports leader, 1080 the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 